You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Today I have special guest Deborah Gall with me. She is the author of Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints. Welcome, Deborah. It's so great to have you. Well, thank you for having me. So, as a fellow author, uh, this is something I ask all of my author guests. Books are such a labor of love. So what inspired you to uh, take all the time and energy needed to write your book? Well, you are absolutely right about that. It is a labor of love. So um, I was dealing many years ago with a family member who had bipolar disorder. And no matter what we tried, it was not working. Hospitalization, drugs, talk therapy, nothing was working. And so I found an alternative medicine book that talked about uh, bipolar disorder. And in it was a paragraph about an African shaman, Dr. Maladoma Somme, who took an 18-year-old bipolar patient to live with his tribe in Africa. And because in his the teachings of his tribe, the Dagara tribe, anyone with a mental illness was considered a gateway to the spirit world people that were trying to bring in messages that we just didn't understand. And so Mm -hmm. if you had a mental illness, you were revered rather than someone that should be pushed away. So I was very moved by that. And that led me to not only read all of Dr. Somme's books, but to spend time learning uh, African indigenous teachings. And it really um, gave me a different way to look at mental illness and to be helpful. You know, so often if there's a family member that has mental illness, it is a a disease of the entire family because you must deal with it. And there's a lot of blame that you put on yourself because maybe you did something wrong. You know, it's the upbringing. What did you do? And the truth is, um, it's just, it's a disease like any other disease. And so to view it from a spiritual perspective Um, gave me a lot of comfort. It took the guilt away. And so I was interested in writing uh, something in novel form that maybe people could relate to and would be helpful to them in that manner. That is amazing. And I, I, man, it is so true, right? I mean, even people who aren't well adjusted, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have a mental health issue. I mean, there's that old saying to be like well adjusted in our society, like you're probably mentally ill because there's so many things that are are going wrong. It is so hard right now to stay mentally healthy. And whenever you're actually forced to confront what you really feel and think and believe, I think that's the only time that you make progress as a spiritual being. That's true. And, you know, the other thing is that our society, you know, we live in a bipolar society. Uh, things are up and then they're down and they're great and then they're terrible. And, and so we are naturally becoming wired to this kind of volatility. 
And so I put my characters in situations where they had to deal with those situations. You know, um, when you write fiction, I write um, uh, magical realism and it's literary fiction. And so there's metaphors. And so I was looking for a metaphor uh, to help people think through perhaps if we go back to indigenous belief and combine that with our modern world, our world of concrete and steel and wires. You know, perhaps it's a way to calm down and slow down. And if we do that, we have a chance to perhaps help society heal. I love that because it forces you to get out of your comfort zone and also just to take a really hard look at what really is. I mean, We've got this whole spiritual dimension of life that we don't ever see. And a lot of people take it for granted. But when when you're forced to look at it and focus on the side of existence, it can really improve everything for you. Well, that's that's true. And we shy away from it because we've been told that it's woohoo or silly or, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be practical. I have a practical background. I was in business most of my life. I'm an ex-entrepreneur yeah. uh, and CEO. And so I know that side. And yet that, that world makes you hard. You know, the term working hard is true. You become hard. And so yeah. we have isolated ourselves from spirituality in many ways and things that, um, uh, that we don't understand because it's confusing to us and yet there's more in this world that we should embrace that we don't understand uh, than the things that we do. Absolutely. It's the things that you don't understand that actually help to build empathy and compassion and all of those positive attributes that really make us a good human being. It's not in the things that you know or that can be proven. All of that stuff lies a little bit beyond in the unknown spaces. Right, right. Um, And so a lot of the book, too, deals with um, synchronicities, the whole concept of synchronicities, which are things that seem unrelated, but actually uh, relate to each other. And I have found that a way to calm down and a way for me to get back to spirituality is to start to notice those things that happen in my day that seem related in a way that just surprises me that is a delight so for instance um if i happen to be uh reading about a bird you know i'll just make up something i'm reading about a bright red bird and then i go outside and 10 minutes later i see a bright red bird what does that mean for me? Perhaps later in the day, somebody mentions a bright red bird. And when I have days like that, where things that seem unrelated link up, then I know that I have touched the spiritual world in some way. And that is very grounding for me. Oh, absolutely. So what are some of the bits of advice that you have for my audience on how to tap back into that spiritual and unseen part of existence so that we can regain a little bit of happiness and joy in our life. Right. So um, I mentioned uh, these synchronicities. I think if you slow down to go fast and start noting those things around you and um, the protagonist of my book has a synchronicities journal. He actually keeps track of those things that are similar for him in the day. And I have started doing that as well. So I think 
if people start to note those things that are similar, keep track, just like you might keep a grateful journal, keep track of your synchronicities, slow down to go fast, recognize uh, what's going on in the natural world around you. Take a walk in the park where you take your shoes off, get physically grounded with the earth and watch the nature around you. And that has helped me tremendously to stay on this, a spiritual path. That is all amazing and wonderful advice. Everyone definitely go check out Deborah's book, Synchronicities on the Avenue of the Saints. You can learn more about Deborah on her website, debragall.com. And you can find her on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Deborah Gall Author. Thanks so much for being a guest today. I've really appreciated having you here. Oh, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. You've been listening to another episode of the Practical Wellness Podcast. Make sure to download, share with your friends and family, and have a great day.